Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We're at episode number 59. My name is Craig Prowse and joining me is the man on the other side of this Skype, Major Montemay. Hello. Yo, so guys, normally we do the show next to each other. Uh, some strange circumstances happen. We're actually a day behind recording. We need to get it done. We don't have a lot of time, so we're going to try to make this episode as quick as possible. So we are doing the remote recording. Um, not a, I hate doing them because I don't think they ever come out looking or sounding right. But hey, in dire times, what are you going to do? Before everyone jumps on the bandwagon, it's not Craig's fault for once. It's actually mine. So, Oh, yes. Yeah, so I get one a year. Uh, so with that being said, there is no uh, beer recommendations. I we barely. I didn't have time to go to the store and grab anything. Um, we actually, I was digging. So I had two 18 packs the other night, and they're now completely gone. So I was digging around for something in my fridge, and all I found was a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade and a, a Keystone Light. This is the only beer I have in the house. Yeah, I have a Mike's Hard Lemonade as well, and I have a Red's Apple Ale. Because I had some beer in my fridge called the Belching Beaver. It's like a golden ale that I've had for a little bit. And uh, I think it went bad because that first drink tastes terrible. And then it was worse after that. So I threw them away because I have had them sitting there for a little bit. Classic funny. So uh, with that being said, we will get to it at the end as well. So I want you guys to know uh, we are pushing the contest back a week. We wanted to do the contest like how we do it together. That way we can pull a name. We can have someone else recording it while we're doing it. That way there's no funny business on there. And since we are doing it this way now, we are pushing that back. So this will be one more week of adding your name, uh, hashtag round two. And then next week on episode 60, we will announce the winner to get the game of their choice on the system of their choice. So those are two off the top things we had to talk about. So with that being said, Andrew, you ready? Yes, sir. Alrighty. So, guys, the DC fandom just happened. That was on August 22nd. That was a big showcase, an all-digital showcase that DC set up. Um, really one of the first ones that kind of uh, set this version of what they did. It kind of was like a like the Comic-Con at home, only the Comic-Con at home really sucked, and the DC fandom was actually... Pretty good. You you could yeah, watch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you could watch panels with. You could do interviews. You got you got the new Batman uh, trailer that came out. But we're gonna oh, go yeah. over the two uh, video game stuff. They had the Gotham Knights come out, and they have the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. So Andrew, let's talk about the Gotham Knights. So this is an action role playing game. There was actually two things that came out. One was the the trailer, and then one was about seven minutes of gameplay, which is actually really cool to watch this is developed by wb games montreal and the set release date is 2021 so the thing you got to keep in mind when when looking at this is this is not part of the arkham universe uh arkham asylum city night but wb montreal are the ones that made arkham origins so they are familiar with the property they know how to make a batman game i actually really like Origins, so i just want to make sure that before we dive into it people know that this is not going to be attached to the arkham universe that we're already familiar with the batman they're actually saying that the suicide squad game when we start talking about that that's going to be the one that's actually tied together with it and i was wondering too because i said that because arkham origins technically isn't part of the Arkhamverse either i wonder if then these two then are connected i don't think that they came out and said anything about that but would be interesting Oh, the, the Arkham Origins would be connected with this one. Um, I don't I don't think so. I think they're trying to make a whole new universe with WB Montreal doing it. Um, which is perfectly fine. If they have one moving with the Arkham series and they have a new one setting up, uh, I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it wouldn't matter to me. I mean, it, like that's the good thing I think I like about that DC universe is you can kind of really pick up from like anywhere and like take it anywhere. 
And as long as you have, like, whatever your foundation is, which, uh, again, Batman being one of the strongest heroes, you can kind of take that from anywhere. Yeah, so speaking of Batman, the story's revolving around a, a, a you know, a theoretically killed Batman. He's, he, yeah, he's he's missing. The rumor is that he's he's been uh, killed in a, what, the Batcave explosion. So in the case of that happening, he sent out the message to... We have uh, Robin, Batgirl, Nightwing, and Red Hood saying, you know, it's time to step up. Gotham needs its protectors. Uh, they've they've showed that Jim Gordon's actually deceased, which is Batgirl's right. uh, father. So the storyline looks pretty cool. I kind of want to dive into the characters. They're saying that the Robin is going to be uh, Tim Drake. Batgirl's going to be Barbara Gordon, but they're saying it's post-Oracle because uh, they were even Easter egg showing that she had, like, the wheelchair. So she's been paralyzed by the Joker, and now she's uh, somehow recovered and now she's back to being Batgirl. We have Nightwing that's gonna be our Dick Grayson. And then another reason why it stands out from the Arkham universe is this is a version of the Red Hood that's working with the Bat family and not an enemy opposed to where he was in Arkham Knight. How do you like that lineup? I I like it. I almost kinda wish that they had done Damien though, because I don't really I've never really cared for like Tim Drake or anything like oh, that. Tim Drake's shit. Nah, I don't really care for him. I think Batgirl's sick. Of course, Nightwing's always sick. But I think everyone from unanimously that I've seen most excited is to play either Batgirl or Red Hood. I'm more excited for Red Hood than anything because yeah. I love me some Red Hood. Yeah, they were saying that Red Hood is going to be a non-lethal version. So it's you kind of raise an eyebrow when you see him and he's shooting the guns. But I mean, he's bullets or something. Yeah, I believe it. Or even later on, like maybe electrical stun, stun bullets that just kind of you know fuck people up because uh. There's, yeah, you can get around. You can get around a gun being lethal and just yeah, rubber bullets or something along those lines. Um, I'm thinking. So before we get into the trailer, it already looks like it could be set up to be adding more players. If you could add more people down the lineup, I mean, I could see like Catgirl being a playable character down the line with some DLC, or even like, uh, or even adding Damien eventually coming in and, and as the Robin. Right, or uh, like Batwing or something like that. Yeah, this one definitely does seem like it's set up for that possibility of art. Okay, we'll just add more characters down the line, and then we'll integrate them versus what they did with the Arkham Knight, which is, okay, we're adding these characters, but you can only play them within the confines of the short two- to three-hour DLC or whatever. Right. And it looks, I mean, so let's talk about the trailer. The trailer looks really cool, and then let's talk about the gameplay. So you're actually going to be playing for these characters. And from what I'm, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong, from what I was reading, it's either it's single player or it's co-op. I didn't see anything saying that you could do four players at once. I didn't see one. either, yeah. Okay, yeah. So the game is going to be based on, you know, different characters having different dynamics, and you can play who you want to play, and then you can drop in. What I like, though, is that they're really kind of taking the RPG element of not only showing, like, the health bar and the numbers popping up for damage right. saying you can actually, when you play it or with or without somebody else, you can, you can approach it in different aspects. So you could either take on Mr. Freeze at level five or wait to level 15. But the other cool thing is that their enemies get to scale with you. So a lower version of attacking freeze won't be doing certain more powerful moves and, and different techniques than you would be playing them at level 15, which already kind of lends itself to replayability. You can, you know, I could be playing right. it, and go one way I do Freeze, Riddler, you know, Joker, and then you could be playing it and Freeze could be last and it'd be a completely different enemy, essentially. Yeah, I think what they came out and said is they're not level gating something. So like something 
like uh, the other Assassin's Creed did, or even something like The Division does, where I can't go into this area because this area is for like level 40 and up or whatever, that you should essentially be able to kind of go anywhere, and it's going to be easier or harder, not depending on how good you are and what you can do with these characters already. So I kind of like that idea a lot, that and with the kind of scaling thing. It's almost kind of like Division-ish, and uh, actually Division's the wrong thing. Hmm. I can't really think of something else recently that I played that's done that, but I do like the idea of that because then it keeps it like fresh and not boring because I do kind of hate towards the end. Cause I mean, you could always run, but I hate fighting waves of like monotonous, like level one. I'm gonna stop you, Batman. And it's just one hit. Like God, like just get out of the way. Yeah, please, please move. So the game looks very interesting. I love the concept of four new, you know, four playable characters that aren't just Batman. I'm curious to see where they're going to go because the other thing that um, we've all been knowing that it's coming, they've been doing a lot of teasing on like uh, Twitter and things like that with the, the I'm, symbols. I'm coming so glad in. I don't have to see that anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the, the years of it going on. I think, I think it was going on for like a year or two, which yeah. is, we know now it's going to be the Court of Owls, which. Is really this cool, this underground, like secret society of the elite that kind of rule, you know, their, you know, their world. And uh, I'm curious what they're going to do because um, Talon, you know, or at least a version of Talon looked really, really like kind of sinister looking. Right. I yeah, I'm very interested in what they're doing with the story because they even showed off part of it too. And I wonder if his is just a subsect or I feel like it's kind of got the right vibe though to where. I don't feel like anyone doing some of the stuff before and some of the older ones was really doing it besides like Scarecrow or whatever the main villain's doing was right. doing anything kind of like city altering. Like Penguin's just kind of just like stealing shit or whatever, not really affecting anyone, just kind of doing his own thing. Same with Two-Face. Whereas on this thing, it opens with that gameplay of you're trying to scale the tower to stop Mr. Freeze because he's taking a page out of Neil or, or what's the dude's fucking name who directed the Batman movie with Schwarzenegger, where he's trying to freeze the oh, city. Oh, is it Schumacher? Yeah. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. David, I, was, I don't know why I was thinking, Neil. David Schumacher. I, either way, it's almost like a page out of that, where he's going to like end up freezing the city, and so you're climbing this tower to, free, yeah. or to stop him, and I think that's pretty cool. And I'll tell you right now that I'm going to return this game if it's if they don't use the lot everybody chill or freeze or whatever the fuck he says <laughs> when he's freezing everybody when he breaks in. Or Gotham, a chill is coming. Or whatever, use some corny line from the movie. Gotta have it. Oh yeah, we definitely that. Uh, yeah, because one thing when you play guys like against like a Two Face or a Penguin is they're they're more just like turf control. Where Freeze always has like an over overarching agenda. And with the Court of Owls, you know they're not just content with doing a thing. They want to run everything. So this is a really cool, really cool group to go to. And I mean. And outside of people that read, you know, the comics, I don't think most people, I don't think we've really had a movie or even, like, an animated um, show or movie that has, really, the Court of Owls in it. I know it's been touched on. There's the, there's the one. Yeah, a little bit. I was going to say, maybe, like, the one time, but, like, to, to the to the average person, this is going to be yeah, brand new. Really knows Court of Owls is, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I think it looks really cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about on it or dive into it? I mean, comes out in 2021, and from what we've seen... I mean, I'm really liking all of it. The gameplay looks quick and fast. I like that you can co-op with it. I like that there's going to be not only the Court of Owls main villains, but Mr. Freeze is, you know, arguably one of the best villains Batman has. Um, I'm sure they'll probably end up bringing back Joker. They have to since it's a different timeline. He's alive, so that's not going to change anything. What I will say is I really like the art direction of this because I think yeah. it looks a lot different than the older games. Go out there and check out the gameplay. Like, I don't think it's, like, as... 
it's still got the darkness to it, but it's not like as drab and it's almost got that kind of neon overglow to it. And so I thought that was actually really cool too, especially like when they showed everyone's symbols, it does like the neon oh, outline towards the person or whatever. I thought that was cool. And I guess, I guess kind of leading into the next one, I thought real like looking at them, this seemed like the game that Rocksteady would be doing. And Rocksteady's game for me seems like what Warner Brothers would be kind of making. So yeah, I'm super excited for it. I'm excited for both. Yeah, it's interesting because we just have we have Avengers. Did you get did you get a chance to play the beta test on Avengers yet at all? No. Jim. Okay, so it's weird. It's well, not weird. It's kind of cool that we have a game like that's coming out like that, and then we've got uh, this now four person Bat team coming out for for the Batman uh, the Batman uh, Gotham Knights, and then now we have the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League coming out. Which is now a four. That is a four-person playable game or single player as uh, by yourself. But um, I mean, you saw the trailer. I mean, is it? I know you had a thought on it. it was, it was I know you said you were curious that there was no gameplay for it versus the the overwhelming gameplay we got for Gotham Knights. Right. So I think it's just been as long since we've seen Arkham Knight. So you figured maybe they would show like a little bit of something. I'm not mad at it. We got a very lengthy trailer. I will say whoever's designing this thing or coming out with some of the stuff is doing a great job. So I thought everyone looked good. I love the way everyone looked, especially like King Shark. Cause I always think that that's someone who's like a buffoonishly, like not weird character, but it's weird that like killer croc to me makes sense. But now you have Batman fighting like a great white fucking shark guy or something <laughs> like that, but it fits and it's done well. And that's what I like is <clears throat> with something like this. He fits within the realm of all the chaos and everything going on to where it's believable for me. But also, not even just that design. Whoever designs, like, the logo, how they have, like, the suicide and the U is the C going the other way for the suicide yes. squad or whatever. Like, whoever it is that's just coming up with all the shit, I think Kudos is doing a crazy good job. Oh, yeah. You got to love the way they're starting that marketing. So, uh, so Rock City Studios is doing the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. This one's set to release in 20. 22 and um i was curious of how they're actually going to connect it to the arkham verse but so i was looking up uh harley quinn tara strong does her voice from the arkham right. city games and stuff like that she's doing the voice in this one too so there is some rollover in that direction um i just it's, it's hard to, to go like what can they really do and how is this game gonna 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 play because when you watch that trailer a lot of people are saying it kind of looked like um sunset overdrive really colorful, really bouncing yeah. around, doing this kind of, uh, you know, everyone's moving really fast, showing off all their abilities. Because the other thing they were saying is the gameplay is, like, if you want to play it by yourself, the other people are still going to be in the game with you. It's, it's you know, it'll be AI controlling the bots, but one to four players, but the, there's going to be four players at all time that you can switch between. So I'm just curious of how that gameplay, or what that gameplay is going to look at. I've been trying to think of, like, games that do similar things, and I can't really nail one. Actually, when I, I just played it recently was Ghost Recon Wildlands. When I played that, so me and AJ would play it, and then it would just be me and him. Like, I wouldn't have anybody else here. It wouldn't even do, like, the other two. But when he wasn't playing, it would drop in the other four people. And then I can just kind of control them or set them to be, like, oh, cool. passive, okay. aggressive, defensive, you know, whatever. Take up a position here and wait here. Follow me. You can do all that shit or whatever. And I thought that was perfectly fine. So if it's anything like that, obviously, but fit within this universe or whatever. I mean, what do you think with kind of the way that they even started that trailer as far as the, the story is going? Because you have, like, Brainiac already, like, coming in and, like, kind of attacking this. Or it looks 
like it's his big ass ship and everything yeah. attacking everything and then it ends with oh here's superman coming in to save the day classic superman and then he just fucking melts that guy because he's obviously under some sort of control if that trailer is in the game and not just marketing for the game then how is superman just not wasting them all right then and there like in what scenario do they do those four get away from Superman not just fucking icing them because yeah it is dark I mean because this game's gonna show Harley Quinn, Deadshot, uh, King Shark, and Captain Boomerang those are gonna be the four playable characters and I don't you could put ten versions of all of them on the same team they're not taking Superman so I wonder, I wonder, I'm just curious of how any of that works I I get them maybe taking on a Green Lantern Flash would be hard to assume because uh, we haven't seen anything of because if this is in the Arkhamverse, we still don't really know what happens with Batman because at the end of Arkham Knight is kind of a mystery. So right. maybe th- maybe this is one of the things that trigger maybe Superman snapping or maybe he's under the influence of like a Brainiac or or something it along those lines. Like but uh, what ver- in what world do these four do those particular four people take on Superman? I don't I don't see it. I don't know how they would do it. The most I can liken it to and like kind of what I thought of almost is. So since it like it looks like he's under control of something because even his eyes are like a different color would be that maybe because he's under control I don't know if someone's directly doing whatever would be the same way like when um, Captain Ginyu switches bodies with Goku because it's something new and it's not a natural host that it doesn't have full power yet because he hasn't been there long enough to learn how to do whatever. So if Brainiac or some sort of thing or something's controlling him, they could stand it, which would make sense that they could stand a chance because this thing doesn't know how to take full control of Superman's abilities or whatever yet. So I, Yeah, I, I was thinking, like, um, you watch Young Justice, yeah? Yeah. When, uh, like, even that version Joker and he's controlling everything and he can't, uh, or, is, or is it the magician guy? I remember somebody at the end is controlling the Justice League. And he's not winning because he's not doing what they would be doing. Oh, right, doing yeah. Doing as them. Right, so, right, yeah. So, yeah, so something like that. It's definitely, a, I mean, I, wouldn't, I don't even look at it as like a cop-out. It, that's, that's comic books. That's what, yeah. you know, it's got to come up with something, you know, either zany or, you know, that makes sense on a, like a technical level. But, I mean, if that trailer is in the game, then how he's not just mopping them all up right then and there. I don't know. No, I, I like the way everyone was moving because I like the way they showed Deadshot kind of flying around in the jetpack. They got Harley Quinn with now like this grappling hook, which is awesome. King Shark is kind of mega jumping. I don't remember King, Captain Boomerang ever being able to like just jet forward in that flashing kind of super speed that he was doing, or unless I've missed something. But I'm like, because like, how's that character going to be catching up with all these guys? And it kind of shows them like darting from from A to B. And I'm like, well, that's new. I think I haven't read a Captain I Boomerang mean, boss comic in a while, but again, I I mean that's part of comics you you know flash was just fast for the longest amount of time and now he can you know fucking rewind time and change the universe and you know do whatever yeah i just wanted to explain what captain boomerang is doing because i'm like uh how's he catching up with a jetpack and a big fucking shark jumping yeah as far as i know he's always just been like uh what's the dude's name from bullseye from like daredevil just like has that aim and can do whatever but other than that yeah yeah so this game is coming out in 2022 Right. Well, I'll believe it when I yeah. see it nowadays. But uh, one of the things that they are saying is they are not touching current gen. It's going to be it's going to be PC. It's going to be Series X and it's going to be PS5. Good. So I kind of like that because I think the Gotham Knights will be uh, this gen and next gen. I kind of like that we have games moving forward that are now going to be specifically for the new hardware. So that was one thing that I kind of caught my eye that I was I was like, OK, good. We don't need everything doesn't need to be on the old system. We need some reason to get games on the new stuff because I want to see it at its fullest capability i don't want to see scale down right. so yeah, i like that as well 
Yeah, I mean, especially by then, too, 2021, 2022, especially by 2022, like, I think that's just part of consoles, get in or get left out, you know, it yeah. just is Hopefully what it is. Hopefully the pandemic and all that stuff's going to be done, and we'll be we'll be moving in a in a more familiar schedule, so. Uh, anything else you want to add on Gotham Knights or the Suicide Squad? Either way, I'm excited for both, I think they look good, if you haven't seen it yourself, definitely get out there and check it out for sure. All right, so guys, uh, we we're, we're we're gonna skip riffs. We're not gonna get into what we're playing. Uh, we're just gonna do some fan questions because we do gotta keep this tight. We do got th other things we have to get done tonight by tonight. So I do want to remind people, guys, that Gamescom is happening right now. They did they did the opening night the other day. I think they're on night one. I, I forget how many days it's actually running. But if you guys are interested in more things to check out online, uh, that's something to check out. It's got a lot of trailers coming out, so. Uh, if you're, I'll leave the link in the description of where you can at least find part one of that. So, let's see. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get the video game questions of the week, 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 week. And the first one comes from Tim Lazoya. And he says, would you guys ever do a game night, a game night video where Gino, Craig, and others, a lot of people are referencing Gino because he was on the last episode. So, I think a few of these questions have his name in it. And others sit hunt. down and, <laughs> and play a game, either console or physical game like Munchkin or DC Deck Builder. Hashtag round two. Uh, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, we do it all the time. We always talk about it all the time. We just played DC the other day and um, actually played Munchkin for the first time. I think it was you, me, and uh, Raimundo came over, and that was like a year ago, whatever. So, I mean, we're always about it. We always try to have our game days and stuff when we can. And the, even though we can play online, like I'll physically go sit at Craig's house for, you know, all day, have my console there, he's doing whatever. Or even The Last of Us 2, you know, I stayed at his house for three days so we could just sit there and beat it. So I'm always all for that. So would you want to record us though playing uh, DC Deck? Because the other thing is we we just played yeah, DC Deck Builder recently. It's it's long if people are not to say stalling, but like I don't want to see a three hour video of us playing DC. Like I'd want it to be quick, fast, right. and competitive. So we'd have to we'd, we'd have to kind of iron out the details. But I would do that. Other than that, in terms of like a video game night, I mean we could essentially just stream it unless it's you know it's we do like a group video of us playing like passing the controller back on like super mario brothers 3 or something like that they wouldn't try and do that thing i don't know if we already missed it this year like next year or maybe uh, hopefully I don't, I don't know if you can even register if anyone can register where like you stream like 24 hours for like charity or something like that that'd be pretty cool oh that'd be way cool yeah we should look into something like that because i know we are we are moving forward with doing a live show like on twitch and facebook and stuff like that so yeah once we start tapping into that We'll start doing more, definitely a lot more videos like that. So next one comes from Melissa S. And she says, I love seeing both your faces. Again, from last week's episode with Gene. Uh, felt like y'all talked about Greek mythology a lot. What got you guys into it? And do you guys have any tattoos of anything Greek mythology? I want to do a whole sleeve starting with Zeus and ending with Hades. So I think Gino miss said my gamer tag on the episode because he kind of said it fast. It, sounded, it was Zeus 98. Yeah, so I'm Zeus 928. Gino is Hades 928. Zeus 98. Uh, here's a piece of cheese. And now here's a piece of cheese. Uh, Denny's Aries 928. So uh, we got we definitely got into it back when we were way little. My mom, uh, when she was, you know, she'd always read us books and get us Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia. But she started bringing us home, like, Greek mythology books and stuff like that. So we really got into looking at it. Dungeons and Dragons is another thing that kind of mirrors the Greek mythology stuff with, you know, minotaurs and centaurs and, and things like that. Um, a big thing was, like, did you ever watch the uh, Kevin Sorbo Hercules show back in the day? Like, with Xena? Yeah, I've seen it. That was another show that we watched as kids that was 
Awesome. So uh, no tattoos with Greek anything, although I do have my gamertag Zeus928 on there, so I guess that might be kind of. But other than that, Andrew, are you into Greek mythology at all? Do you have any passion for it? I love Greek mythology. I think it's like one of my favorite things. I think it's right up there with like Egyptian, like those oh, yeah. two combined. Mythology, like, Egyptian mythology, Greek mythology, man. I love see, all that. I, th- I think Norse is the most, most boring to me. I think the other two are kind of where it's at. But um, I think maybe what got me, I guess what got everyone started probably would have to be Hercules, like the the cartoon movie, the Disney movie. I always think it's like really cool, even though it's like childish or whatever. But growing up from there, I like that idea and that concept. I think we're kind of, I, I didn't see that other show as much. And I've seen like little bits of things here and there. But I think it really picked up for me in like high school when you actually start reading about that stuff and people like, yeah. Persephone and you know all these crazy stories about the, the Iliad and the Odyssey, or, yeah, all all that different stuff. So I think that's where it really kind of picked up for me. It was like my freshman. I mean, I've always been into kind of stories like that, but that's where I really like started learning, learning about it. And then from there, I mean, that was kind of at the point too where I had my own computer. So even now, all the time, like I'm always like I'm, I'm a huge Wikipedia person. Like I spend hours on there. A lot of time, if you see me on my phone, I'm not actually like reading news on Facebook or something. I'm usually on Wikipedia, just reading up about you know something. I like doing that. And so all the time I'll hear something, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'll, I'll check out that story or whatever. I can't think of anything recently that I kind of watched that maybe alludes to stuff like that. I definitely don't have any tattoos, uh, anything like that. I think it, that I, I like the idea of having all the different whatever. I think another big contributing factor would probably be God of War. There's I was no going to say, I was just like, say what a huge influence like, something like that was. Yeah. God of War was is, is the best thing. If you want to see some gritty, gritty uh, Greek mythology – do god of war but yeah even that i mean even watch old things like clash of the titans and things like that or recently what was the mickey work one like the invincible or immortal or something? immortals yeah yeah, yeah. Like, stuff like immortals uh, even i don't think it's like the best movie i even like them like as long as you're is like the mythos i even like the modern like clash of the titans or wrath of the titans and stuff like that because i don't feel like we get like too many movies that are like really like that as we should yeah, and I was a, I read all the books too with like the Percy Jackson books where you know he's got uh, dyslexia and you find out that that's a, that's a trait for being a demigod and things like that. So yeah, I mean, we could talk about Greek mythology all day, but uh, let's move on. And I want to see that sleeve once you get it done because that is cool. Zeus being the top because he's the king of the gods in the sky. Hades being on uh, the bottom, Lord of the Underworld. So that's pretty cool. Uh, next just question do, comes from. Just, if you do Hermes, do the uh, cartoon Hermes. It's all like, yeah, I love <laughs> yeah, the glasses, gone, baby. Let's see. Sheila T writes, "Oh my God, I put syrup on pizza. Everyone thinks it's crazy. Actually, I'm curious because I want. Okay, so last week we asked the question, or she asked the question, uh, what's the craziest thing you do, like with food? Me and Gino both said syrup on pizza. I, I really was curious. Do you do anything that's that's trippy with? Food, like either the way you prepare it, the way you eat it, that's that anyone would raise an eyebrow at. You put ketchup on your salads? No, I don't think I. The only thing I guess maybe I do that I, I other people say is weird is like when I make mac and cheese, like e- even that like box one, I like it when it's like soupy, but I add like a shit ton of pepper to it, dude. Like I drown that shit in pepper. So, like when I give Christina some, I have to give it to her before I put my pepper on it. And I think it's just because my mom does the same fucking thing with like top ramen, any sort of soup. Like I drown that bitch in pepper. Like, it, there's pepper. Got, dude, there's got to be like a ton. Otherwise, I I won't fucking eat it. I'm like, all right, well, this sucks. Nice. So she goes on to say, okay, so how about travel? Where have you been, and where do you want to go? Um, 
I've been to a few places. We, it sucks that we were just starting to do more traveling and then, you know, COVID hit. But, uh, you know, I've been to like Chicago, been to New York City, been to, uh, we just went to Kansas City for a friend's wedding. That was awesome. You know, been to Philadelphia. You know, we're, we're, real, we're really close to California. So obviously a lot of places there and within Nevada and Arizona. I've been to Mexico a few times, like uh, Rocky Point and right, uh, yeah. Cabo and stuff like that. But I, I, I really, New York would be cool to go to again with a bunch of you guys. Um, like I, I would love to go to New York Comic Con. That would be that'd be awesome. But I really want to go to like UK or like Ireland and just go hit some good like old school pubs and do like a week out there. That's kind of we were we actually were going to. We had it all planned up. We, I think we were supposed to do it for our birthday this year. And with everything going on, you know, you really can't take a bunch of friends and jump on a plane and go. I mean, you can, but you know, is it would it be worth it? Why not wait a year and do it then? Right. What about I, you? Where, where have you been? Where do you want to go? Honestly, I haven't really been to many places, only anywhere you can drive to, Mexico, California, Utah, all, all over fucking New Mexico that I had to go for work and hated it. So if you live in New Mexico, odds are I hate you. But um, <laughs> I've never flown anywhere. I'm terrified of flying. I've never been on a plane, but even driving to like the airport gives me like crazy fucking anxiety. Like seeing a plane take off or anything like that gives me anxiety. So, I mean, I do want to travel to these places like, you know, Hawaii, New York, fucking Seattle, Japan. There's all these places that look really cool and Japan would be bad to go to. But I, I just got to work on my fear of flying first. So so far, I haven't been anywhere cool. Me and Gino had a school trip to Zion Canyon uh, one time. We if that's not too far of a drive. If you're ever down to do that, we should uh, we should go check that out. Yeah, I'd like to do something like that, or maybe what I really want to do this year, what we should do, is like let's get like a cabin when it's snowing up in the Wallapies or something oh, like dude, that. Oh, I haven't had a good and just spend, like, just spend like a weekend out there. Yeah, I'm tired of like talking about that. I'm like, let's just go wild. Why not? And now's the perfect time to do it. Get away from it all. Maybe that's what we'll do for my fucking dirty thirty this year, since we can't do anything else. I'm not gonna go to Vegas and I'd fucking be, get COVID. I'd be way down for that. So. Uh, and jump in the comments. Let us know where you've been, where you want, you know, where you want to go. Because obviously, you know, traveling is a big part of being experiencing life, and I think more people should do it. So if you haven't been to too many places, it's never. I'm too jealous late. of everyone who has. You know, like I wish I could get over that fucking fear. Like it's like terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it's we yeah, we got to check out. You know, there's guys that I know like Chris Aggie who's been to all 50 states. You know, I've been to a, a few. You know, I've got like like Washington and. Or, you know, all that stuff under my belt. But, like, I, I, ne- I haven't really been to, like, I've never been to Texas. I'd like to go do something in Texas. That'd be cool. Yeah. I really wanted to this year, and I was hoping I'd be able to try and get over my fear. But, uh, actually, what I really want to do was I- I'm a Patriots fan, and I wanted to go see a game in New England this year. That'd be dope. That'd be sick. Even, even without Tom Brady. <laughs> Next question comes from Auburn Stein, and he says, hashtag round two. Uh, I also beat Uncharted 1 and 4, but not 2 and 3. Great Craig stink alike. So, yeah, that's what I was saying last week. Yeah, then you skip those other ones. Back for, I, I still got it. I'll, I'll get to them. But let's see. If you guys could only watch one movie forever, what would it be? Um, we, already na- we already named off our favorite movies of all time, so I'm sure that would be in the What's conversation. Because I well I can watch that movie whenever wherever but so just to kind of go into answer it a different way I'd probably pick a comedy and I would probably pick something like either Grandma's Boy or like Wedding Crashers because I can watch those movies anytime any place. Um, if it wasn't Jurassic Park for me, I'd probably honestly go with like the thing, like I like the thing the nineteen eighties remake with Kurt Russell. Like, I know something. Who does that? Carpenter? 
Yeah, John Carpenter's the thing. Like, I absolutely love that movie. That's a movie I can watch, like, back to back to back to back. And it's a horror movie. Like, I think it just has great concepts and, like, everything about it. And even still watching it, sometimes you might pick up, like, a little thing here that like, oh, maybe I didn't notice that before. And that's always kind of been the beauty of that. And that movie, the way it ends and everything, is ambiguous. So even after I watch it, like, it just, you know, what is my opinion? How do I think that, that movie ended? Whatever, blah, 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 blah. So that's always been a movie that I could rewatch. I could watch that movie back to back. <laughs> See, I, I think I'd have to pick a comedy, though, just so in every year I could just laugh if I'm only watching it once a year. But uh, Yeah, but I can only watch Jim Carrey go fucking, <clears throat> like, fucking 40 times before I'm like, all right, I'm out. Hey, that's why I didn't pick Dumb and Dumber, so. Uh, excellent question. Leave yours down below. Next one comes from Sammy G, and she says, Great video, guys. What is your favorite cinematic video game trailer that got you hyped to play the game but struck out in actual gameplay? Also, what is your all favorite movie and why? We answered that last week. We, Jurassic Park for Andrew, uh, Man from Earth for me. Uh, mine is Tank Girl, older film but great. If you haven't seen it, I suggest it. Hashtag Round 2. I have seen Tank Girl, and that is, that is a movie. Uh, I mean, you really, really... It's an older movie, and I, I remember really liking it. I'd love to recheck it out. As far as gameplay go or cinematic trailers go, um, what was I looking at? I think Crackdown kind of looked good from when you were watching the trailer, and that thing epically bombed. But the, what was the game? We, I, I'm trying to think of more recently. What was the game we were watching that uh, um, Ron Perlman was doing the voice of? And it oh, was this Western cool kind Death? of Western. Dead of West. And we were like, started playing it. We're like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is all this game is? Because yeah. I remember thinking, oh, it looks really cool. And then we both played it. We played like the beta or something, and it just fell flat. What did you say it was called? West of Dead or Dead of West. It's one one of the two. I would say probably recently that that one stands out in my in my head. Um, if I had to go with something older, I would probably say Resident Evil Six. Like I was super fucking hyped for that game. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, so the trailer's already over the top. It has me stoked, especially when it's kind of alluding to Wesker's got like a son, and you're gonna be playing him and learning kind of about the family mystery. And him and Chris are gonna come into conflicts, and then Leon and whoever's gonna come into conflict. It's pretty much got every major character plus some new ones, and look like it was gonna be badass. And I remember getting that game, waiting in line with Robert Baxter at midnight to get it. And me and him beat that game front to back together. And me, because he's a huge Resident Evil fan too. And we were both just like, dude, this game fucking sucks. Like, there's cool parts to it. That game was the biggest fucking letdown. Even when I was going through and replaying it, because it came out for the Xbox One with its own edition, replayed it with Christina. And this was coming off of like Resident Evil 5 and other co op games we were playing that was fun. I was like, well, we can play this as a co op game. Like, most of the way through, it's like, uh, it's like, this game's just like boring. Like, it's not. Like, it's so repetitive and just fucking drab. It's it, There's over-the-top shit that just doesn't make sense. And the only way I can even see playing that game is with somebody else. Because playing it by yourself is even more of a fucking drag with your brain-dead fucking AI. <laughs> nice. I love, I love your attention to detail, man. Uh, so jump in there and let us know a game that let you down. Sammy G, because uh, those are always fun stories to have. Um, uh, second to last question comes from Jabstab, and he says, hashtag round two, question, who took home the gold in your Hold'em game the other night? LOL. So, yeah, I posted on Instagram. I wasn't there. Twitter, I think. Yeah, we, so we got together and we played a good uh, Texas Hold'em game. It was a $20 buy-in. I think there was like seven or eight of us playing. I haven't played in a while. It was a lot. 
of fun and maybe I took it a tad too far because one of our buddies, Matt, who's my old roommate that used to live with me, he was playing and this guy thinks he's like the best poker player ever. Oh my God. And dude, so uh, long story short, me and Renee and him all went in on, uh, you know, it was an all in uh, hand. We knock Matt out. He ends up losing because me and Renee had the same hand. So we, we split that. Knock him out. He rebuys back in. Second time we're playing, he goes all in. I knock him out. He buys back in a third time. I forget who knocked him out the third time, but he gets knocked out, dude. I was just rubbing his face in it all night. And I'm like, dude, you're so good. You should be a professional loser in poker. That's how good you are. But um, so it, we got down to me and uh, Chet uh, as the last two. And that's uh, Chet Bob, if any of you guys um, are familiar with him or watch him on uh, Facebook Gaming. He, it was me and him, and I had the bigger stack, so we ended up just splitting it. I think it was like we did 60-40, and so we both were walked away the winners, but I, I took home the highest the highest pot, per se. So um, I can't I, I forget, you you a poker guy? You, you play or do you dabble? You're looking at the Buffalo Wild Wings winner uh, <laughs> when they used to – remember when we used to go to that? Uh, we, I said, remember when we used to go to that? Like Buffalo Wild Wings used to hold like poker nights here. Yeah. And I sat there like all night one night, and I used like a fake name because I don't care. It was like Esteban Gutierrez, and I was just getting really drunk. And I remember, Jean, like, I was like, "Dude, I just, I just want to fucking go." Like, my problem that I don't, I, I like poker. I just get fucking bored sitting there after a while. So even after a while, I wasn't even fucking looking at my hand. I was just like all in, all in. So people were just getting fucking pissed and whatever. And I even made it to the end too because Gene, I was like, "Dude, I just want to go." Like, because you guys had all got knocked out. And he went next door to the bar. I was like, dude, I just want to go to the fucking bar. Like, let's go. I want to start taking shots. Like, I want to get weird. And I just kept getting drunker. He's like, no, if you leave, I won't forgive you. Like, you got to stay here for me. You, you got to do this for me because Gino's a diehard poker gambler. Oh, yeah. And so I, I stayed there yeah. for him. And even at the end, I was like, all right. Like, as soon as I set my card in, I was like, all in. Like, I just want to fucking go. Like, I don't care. And I won on the – I'll never forget it, too. I, the dude tried to bluff, too. He's like, all right, all in. I'll fucking meet you. Well, lost. So I was like, all right, whatever. And he didn't have shit, neither did I, but I won on the flop because the last card was a jack and I had a jack in my hand. So I won with a pair of jacks. And I but remember he called me. The last card would be the river. Oh, the river. Oh, sorry, not the flop. My bad. Yeah, I, again, shows what I fucking know. But <laughs> I won funny. with a jack and then the guy called me a fucking cocksucker. And then I got up and they're like, and our winner is Esteban Gutierrez. And I was like looking around. I was like, who the fuck won? Did they have another game going on? Because I forgot I gave them a fake name. And they nice. gave me a certificate for uh, $20 at Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice. So, yeah, the next time we do a poker game, you got to come and uh, bring those skills. Bring those all-in skills. Uh, so the last question comes from Dante Ricardo. What's that? I'll be the first one out. <laughs> hey, it doesn't like that. It's called free money. Uh, the next one comes – the last one comes from Dante Ricardo. He says, question for you all. What is your favorite guilty pleasure movie? Uh, you know, i.e. bad acting, low budget, et cetera. Um, I don't think any of these are like bad movies, but I would probably say most people would argue that they are. I'm a diehard Three Ninjas fan. I'm a diehard Monster Squad fan. And I think Andrew and I would both agree that if you consider this to be a bad movie, Face Off is almost king of the crop on that list. So Three Ninjas, it was a movie I grew up with, with my brother. I actually have a Three Ninjas tattoo. Uh, he's got one. Ramundo's got the other one. It's these three brothers. All yeah, the ninjas, And they... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's awesome. And uh, they, you know, they go through their shenanigans. Monster Squad is a perfect, like, Halloween movie. It's this combination of... Okay, sorry, guys. Uh, we got cut in something. Something froze on us, so we had to... Yeah, restart. sorry about that. Uh, 
So I mean, we, won't, we won't elaborate on it. Three Ninjas, Monster Squad, Face Off. Andrew, do you have a movie that is a guilty pleasure without diving oh, into it? A... I wouldn't call Face Off a guilty pleasure, but uh, I love Tremors with uh, Kevin Bacon. Tremors. And I the other day's name. Dude, I think that movie sucks, but I watched it as a kid and I love it as an adult for some reason. And not even just Tremors. Like, Tremors is a series. Like, I've seen all the shitty ones, too, where they're, like, in the <laughs> snow and whatever. There's some new one where they're on some crazy fucking island with them and they're, like, dinosaurs just trying to be, like, Jurassic Park. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, anything uh, else you, you want, want to add on any topics we covered? Or are we here about that, right? <laughs> yeah, not before it crashes. Make sure you guys, of course, subscribe to the channel and uh, join that Facebook group because we're always in there constantly talking about games, movies, anything just kind of nerd-related, anything you want to at all. There's everybody else in there to talk to besides us. So, Yeah, so guys, make yeah, sure, guys, sure I want to re restate that the, the contest, contest on this episode, on this episode right, right in the right comment section, hashtag round two. two. The next the week, when Andrew and I are finally back in the same room, we will do the live draw, or the, you know, the, the drawing with both of us, and we will pick out the winner. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Last Call Piro DZ, Instagram at Last Call Productions, at, and then our Gmail, Last Call Productions at gmail.com. So that is it, guys. Um, my name is Craig Perales, and that is Manjo Montemayor. And until next time, cheers. A digital goodbye. Digital clunk. <laughs>